0: All right, perhaps an adult content warning on this story also, although this boy, if I had teenage kids, I would be particularly concerned about this. In case this hasn't occurred to you, it's not enough that we have to worry, as we've been talking about lately, about actual real nude images being sent and being used as revenge porn. Now we have to worry about AI and and fake images hurting people
1: yeah because i mean a lot of us we talk about trying to keep up with technology and a lot of us have just now gotten to the point where it's like oh yeah photoshop i get it and now right. that's like oh no forget that that's in the rearview mirror now it's ai doing this stuff um yeah what happened was if this one particular high school in new jersey i'm sorry middle school i believe uh and and high the, school it was, was it was a high school okay yeah mm-hmm. West, westfield high school wow she's 14. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, West Westfield, New Jersey, which, by the way, is an, a very, very Tony. Um, I don't know if it's it's not really a New York City suburb. It's closer to Newark, but still a uh, lot of money in, in uh, you know, in Westfield. So uh, what happened was there was a combination of things going on. You had boys in the school who were taking the heads from pictures of girls in their class and having AI build naked bodies under them. So creating these pictures that didn't exist out of nothing, out of just, you know, information that was fed into the AI and and then Snapchatting them to each other so that they would disappear after a period of time, but as we've been through I don't know how many times before, all you need to do is click a couple of buttons on your phone to screenshot something, and it doesn't matter that it disappears off Snapchat. You can still save it on your phone. So this one girl noticed all the boys were kind of acting weird and being a little giggly and and secretive and all of this, and she finally got the information that this is what was going on, that she was one of the ones who had been victimized by this. And what the boys apparently didn't understand is that it doesn't matter if it's A.I. doing it. You are still creating child pornography.
0: And it's the fact that it's the girl's real face. Yes. Anyone who looks at the image, because they've never seen her nude, anyone who looks at the image isn't going to know that neck down is fake. Right. What they see is a nude. It's got her face on it.
1: And because she's 14... You're in trouble, except and and here's the maddening part about this story. Guess where the boys are who were involved
0: in this or allegedly involved in this? They're all back in school. And that's the issue she's taking. She and her mom, yeah, it, that's what they're that's what they're speaking out about. um is the fact that the kids are back in school. This just happened like three weeks ago. Uh, sometimes we don't hear about this stuff until later. But um Westfield High School principal alerted parents to the situation in an email on October 20th. According to the mother and daughter, because that's who's, that's who we're hearing from, because the school's not commenting about it, but yeah. the mother and daughter say, one particular boy involved served a short suspension and is already back at school. They have filed a complaint with police, which will be interesting because, again, the boys n- might not know that even if you're underage, you can be charged with creating child porn even if you're a child yourself. Sure. Oh yeah, and I mean that
1: even that started to happen when cell phones with cameras on them first started to become the the way of things back, you know, 20 years ago where you would have kids who were 14, 15, 16 years old who would take pictures of each other consensually and then Mm -hmm. find out it doesn't matter that it was consensual. You just took a picture of a naked 14 year old. That's child porn. So they were getting in in all kinds of trouble for that. So whether they knew or not really is immaterial. Mike concern here is that yeah the parents have now filed a complaint with the police why didn't the principal
0: and why wasn't he disciplined more seriously in the school yeah but you're right I mean it it wasn't yeah why didn't the principal or someone with the school district file a complaint. Why isn't the district taking this more seriously? Sure.
1: Yeah. And, and she even said Mary S. Fendes is her name. And she said uh, in, in that note that was sent home to parents, this is a very serious incident. New technologies have made it possible to falsify images and students need to know the impact and damage those actions can cause to others. Okay. If this is a very serious incident, why wasn't your phone called? I mean, if you found out that somebody was dealing heroin on campus, I'm guessing you
0: would get the police involved. Yeah. The other thing is they seem to think that because it was Snapchat, that the images aren't still out there. Yeah. Uh, Because the quote was, at this time, we believe any created images have been deleted and are not being circulated. You have no idea if that's true. And it doesn't matter.
1: I mean, the the fact is, it doesn't make any difference, even if they are all gone now. uh, I mean, do, do they stop looking for bank robbers after the bank robbers have spent all the money? Right? No, yeah, no. that's a good analogy. Yeah. I mean, just because the evidence of the crime isn't there doesn't mean there wasn't a crime committed. And I, I mean, like I said, seize all of the phones from those kids and you'll find out no, they're not gone.
0: Not just their phones, but their cloud. Yeah. I mean, wherever on the internet these images are being saved. And the problem is that those images are never going to go away i mean they're always going to be accessible somewhere
1: and it doesn't matter that they're not authentic imagery of the body if it's Mm -hmm. your face that's stuck on them
0: because again the person viewing it doesn't know that it's not really her sure they just know it's her face and so it must be her the other thing that is enraging about this is that all the conversations that we're having lately about telling people you know the risk that you take feel free to take whatever pictures of yourself in whatever state of undress that you want to and send them to whoever you want, but you take the risk in that, fine, you take that chance. That's one thing. That is something you can control. That's a decision that you make for yourself. In this case, it's totally fabricated and there was nothing that she could do about it.
1: And now she has to sit there in class every day with the kid who
0: did it. Because he got a little suspension and now he's back, back in class. Why doesn't the district take this more seriously? I
1: just don't. I, 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 you know, we, we ask ourselves that question and I'm trying to see an upside for the district for sweeping this under the rug or, you know, handling it internally, pick your euphemism. I'm trying to figure out when that ends well for the district. Well, you know, we swept it under the rug and it worked out perfectly. That never happens because especially in a case like this where you have victims who have already taken the next step, the step that you should have taken by calling the police. You didn't do it. They did.
0: Okay. So I'm going to flip that around and go the direction you're going with it. So I think the district has potential to face lawsuits in two directions, either from this girl and her family yep, or from this boy and his family. And I just wonder if that's what they're worried about is if they, because somebody just said on the text line, Did the incident occur on school property? If not, the school should not be suspending the kid. It makes me wonder, is this school afraid of overpunishing him? Because then the school might get in trouble for that.
1: Yeah, and that I'm trying to remember the case um, because there was a case that dealt with that. And it dealt with schools punishing kids for things that they did in off hours. And the schools actually can do that um it, it it's a very fine line and but i'm going to have to find the case because i'm going to have to find out what the specifics were it but was there, bullying
0: it, i thought it was something about I, bullying i think you're right
1: and uh, yes yeah it was the case from here uh for the 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 suicide the girl uh that that um oh where's my brain um oh i can't remember her name uh it was actually southeast of here by a little bit but there was the story about the mom who was involved in it and you know, uh, but they made Sorry. up. Sorry. They they made up a boy who was flirting with her online, and it was one of her rival girls in the school, and that girl's mother. And the girl, oh, that, wow. and the girl, when she found out that it was all fake and that she mm-hmm. was being bullied, she ended up killing herself. Somebody remembers this story better than we do. We'll Sorry. It. We see a lot of this stuff come up, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. And and it was all done off school property, but the school ended up stepping in and getting involved in it because that's how they knew each other. That was the association. So you could do the same thing. You could say, okay, if these boys were trading these pictures on Snapchat while they were on school grounds, it doesn't matter where they were produced. The school is involved.
0: I'm looking for all the options that this girl and her family has. Like you said, On the most basic level, she's got to sit in class with this guy every day. And that's awful. Could her family sue him and his family for invasion of privacy for something indecent? I don't, I don't know enough of the terms, but, um, and what if he's not arrested? I mean, what if, what if police don't do anything? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh,
1: see, and and now this is where my knowledge of the technology behind Snapchat's gonna f- Snapchat, rather, pardon me, is gonna fail me because if uh, you, you know how they they say, okay, you can delete stuff, but it's never really deleted. Yeah, um, Snapchat allows you to send that picture; it goes to the other person's phone, and then it disappears off their phone after ten seconds or whatever it is. So they, they right. get to look at it, and then it's gone. But is it gone from Snapchat? Can Snapchat go back and find it?
0: Boy, you would assume so. You would assume that, well, unless Snapchat has a policy or an automatic so that they're never held accountable for it. Right. You know, so that that you can never go to them and ask for them. uh Uh-huh. You would assume it's their property.
1: But, I mean, things like undelete exist. You know, there are programs that can go back into your hard drive or anybody's hard drive and find out information that's that was in there at some point that's been deleted. It's a little tougher now because so much stuff is on solid state drives rather than, you know, spinning hard drives, magnetic drives. But it's still possible. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if if Snapchat were to get a subpoena. And the you know the FBI or whoever would get involved in something like this was able to get a hold of their computers. Could they go back and find those pictures? Not only that, but find the information about what IP address they were sent from and sent to.
0: What message are you sending by not taking this seriously? What message are you sending to your student body when you don't punish him? I mean, you're basically saying, yeah, this is okay. It's not really your body, so it's okay. Yeah. Again, the people that view it don't know that, but that's basically what they're saying: is that you know, it's it's just your head, it's it's fake, so it's okay. And it isn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's legally it isn't. So right. yeah, and ignorance of the law is no excuse for committing a crime either. So even if they say, well, gee, we thought it was just you know, if we let AI make up the
0: pictures, that it wouldn't count.
1: It doesn't matter what you thought. It matters what the law says.
0: I would also encourage you, those of you who are texting in with your knowledge of Snapchat. Please, yeah. Uh, well, but you're, um, some of you are conflicting. <laughs> I, I would encourage you that before you use the app, know what's... Cur- a couple of you have said, yeah, if you screen sh- you can screenshot it, but the sender doesn't know. And somebody else said, the sender gets a notification if you screenshot. I would make sure you know how to use the app.
1: Yeah, Colin, you're
0: nodding your head, which is which is correct. No experience. Yeah. What do we we know, Colin?
1: That's not how it used to be. You used to be able to screenshot things and you wouldn't know about it. But then they changed it a few years back to where if you screenshot something in a chat or if you screenshot a picture, yeah, you get a notification or the the person gets a notification if you you screenshot their thing.
0: That makes sense because it's supposed
1: to be temporary. And when you're dealing with a bunch of 14 year old high school boys, I don't think they care. No, I mean, if if you sent this picture to somebody that you created and said, "Look, I took I took uh, this girl's head and put it on a naked body, or had AI do it," uh, and they and you get a message back that says they screenshot that image. Okay, big deal. I mean, if you cared about that, you mm-hmm. wouldn't send it to them.
0: Yeah, somebody just asked, "Will she have trouble later in life, like when she tries to get a job?" Or I mean, maybe because that's always going to be out there online. I
1: think. Well. Uh, on on that front it it may be better for her that she's as young as she is because i think that it's less likely for something like that to be disseminated that far afield online because anybody that downloads it is committing a crime and they know that
0: um but would that if if um trying to think of how to word this um if you were to if you were hiring for a job and you just googled her yeah you're not downloading it, but in a Google search, it comes up.
1: Is uh, that possible? I, th- that picture would? boy maybe. Yeah, it's possible. Um, That's a really... I mean, you, you'd have to have somebody upload the picture somewhere with her name attached to it. Now, these okay. are a bunch
0: of dumb 14-year-old boys, so would they maybe do that? Yeah, they might. You would hope not. You would hope it would be harder to find than that. I yeah. mean, this is also... This is made news. If you Google her, it's possible the story's going to come up. Very true. Now,
1: At least then you'd know she was the victim, though.
0: Right, right. Uh, if you have thoughts here, 913-586-7798.
1: Let's go to the phones and bring in Jacob in Platte City. Hey, Jacob. Well, it sounds like I kind of got in with my point here in the middle of this. Um, you guys talking about it. But the the biggest thing I think could come of this, and I heard this, oh, I want to say it might have been, on the morning show or somewhere um this could really hurt her later in life if she decided to run for public office um any any sort of job i mean it could be held against her with that i mean this could really harm her for the rest of her life because if it it's not going to go away yeah if it's out there with her name attached to it it could um and yeah, you're right. We were just kind of, you know, kicking around ways that that might happen. But um, yeah, with any luck, and thanks a lot, Jacob, for the call. With any luck, you would have to hope that what, what you just said, Jamie, would be the case. That if you put her name into Google, what you would get would be this story. And you would understand what happened rather than just seeing that picture and going,
0: whoa. Which is exactly, yeah, that that, that that's exactly the reaction. So hopefully the school does more than this. Yeah. Um, But we'll see. And just the
1: the idea that those kids are back in class sitting next to her. I mean, you know, my my lovely bride texted in while we were talking about this and said, yeah, the lawsuit is emotional distress. Well, you know, that's that that's something that you could definitely go after him for. Mm -hmm. But in a way, you could go after the school for it, too. By by knowing what that kid did and still sitting him in a classroom with her
0: especially if they don't move either kid, like at the very least keep them out of each other's classes, but you can't help them passing each other in the hall or in the lunchroom. Sure. You know, Uh, if you want to get in, 913-586-7798. Still to come, we have a younger female actress who complains about the onset behavior of her older male co-star. Why is she the one being fined? Get to that coming up here in KMBZ. All right, this next story, Uh, Involves an actor and an actress, both names you probably know, um, particularly him, but she's been around for a while as well. Abigail Breslin and uh, Aaron Eckhart are co-starring in, uh, it's being called a thriller called Classified. And they have been filming, uh, and over the course of that filming, Abigail Breslin made some claims about his behavior on set that led her to file complaints with the producers who... Claimed to have investigated it and said her claims were unfounded. They, they think she was making it up and that there was nothing to it. With that now, they are suing her for the time on set that they lost for having to investigate the claims that they say were false.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, she's gone to the union. Uh, she's gone to her union and said, "Okay, no, 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 no. This really happened, and now they're suing me. So the union is backing her, and the uh, you know, the, and the, uh, the the studio is suing her now. For clarity's sake." we should mention this probably isn't what you're thinking. Uh, yeah. Abigail Breslin is a, is a lovely young lady, but this was not a sexual harassment allegation against Aaron Eckhart. She was just saying the guy's a jerk and had been treating her poorly, uh, had been yelling at her and demeaning her and, and other things and making it an impossible place for her to work. So she, like you said, she went to the studio, the studio d- did their investigation and said, no, nope, we don't see it.
0: Yeah, um, aggressive, demeaning, and unprofessional behavior uh, to the point that she refused to be alone with him. And so as a result of her refusing to be alone with him, that cost the studio money. So they are now suing her for the $80,000 that that it cost them in lost production time.
1: (laughs) I mean, just on the surface of it, does that not seem icky to you?
0: It's just, um, yeah, I hear myself saying, and I'm going, okay, so she made allegations against an older, well, better known actor. You decided those allegations were false. And now you are further victimizing her by suing her for the loss of production time while you investigated.
1: Yeah. Um, what? And, and gee, I mean, uh, you don't imagine that a Hollywood studio would try to protect its assets by, you know, looking the other way at bad behavior by one of its better known actors?
0: Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> we have to take a break. Um, so one of the stories that I read about this is offering a possible defense based on what he has described as his um, his approach to acting, what his method is. we we'll get into that coming up here on KMBZ.
1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All
0: right. In the upcoming spy thriller called Classified, Aaron Eckhart and Abigail Breslin play father-daughter. That's going to matter here in a second. Uh, and so, over the course of filming, she went to producers and said, "Aaron Eckhart, to John's point, it's not such, it's not sexual harassment. He was demeaning. He was unprofessional. He was a jerk. He was aggressive. When they weren't in scenes, this is how he was to her on set." She goes to them with 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 their her complaints about them, and producers investigate this and say, "We found no evidence of this." So they are now suing her for $80,000 in lost production time for the time that they investigated what went on here.
1: And while she was refusing to work with him, they didn't have any other choice but to just put everything on hold so that they could look into this. Um, Yeah, what she's going to be responsible for now. I mean, now that the studio said, all right, that's it. Uh, we did our investigation. Everything's fine. Get back to work. I mean, is she supposed to just go, okay, well, I guess that's okay. Then you mentioned that somebody was kind of defending him. What? What's well, the deal?
0: So Yahoo news had a version of this. He is not giving this as his defense, but I can totally see this coming. Okay. Uh, in 2016, he detailed his acting process to BAFTA, which is out of the UK Um, and this is where I say it's important to point out that they play father-daughter in this because he talks about it. He says, going into the first day of film, I go all in. It's no good getting to know me as Aaron because that's not going to help the film. So he says he stays in character the entire time, whether you're in scene or not in a scene. If I'm working with a child and I'm playing his father, then from the second I meet him, I am my character. If it's a woman, a love interest, I do the same thing with that which could be interesting. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> if I'm a villain and this guy has to hate me, I'll make him hate me and I'll play little games with them, you know? Feel like these little moments that the audience is looking for. So it, I could totally see him saying, I was just doing my process. I, I don't know what the relationship is between these two. Between the characters. In, yeah, Between the characters. But if there's any amount of tension or any amount of aggression or, or anything like that, his defense can be, I told you this was my acting process. But does that, yeah, do, does
1: that give you cover? If if she went to him first and said, look, you need to lay off of me because you're making it really difficult to work with you and I just, I can't, you, this may be your process. It sure as heck isn't mine. Um, you know, and she may have, we don't know. All, all we know is that she complained to the studio about it and the studio did their investigation. But- I mean, your process can't get in the way of
0: somebody else doing their work. Right. Right. Um, and if if he's a jerk to her in this movie, why is it okay for him to just be a jerk to her all the time? <laughs> yeah. Because that's his process. Yeah.
1: Um, now, he wouldn't be the first actor... Uh, whether it was part of his process or not, he wouldn't be the first actor to be a jerk to somebody. I mean, the, there was uh, a movie years ago that Christian Bale was making, and the rant that he went off on, he was—he had apparently taken a lot of time to go into character, uh, and and his process takes a while as well, and a production assistant or somebody did something stupid, like walked into the shot or something, and he went off. I mean, swearing up and down and yelling and screaming. And, and it was, I mean, that clip went viral of him doing that. And it brought up a lot of those same questions because people were saying, well, you know, he, that, whoever that guy was, he ruined that entire hours mm-hmm. or a couple of hours worth of work that Christian mm-hmm. Bale had to do to get ready for that scene. Okay, fine. Get, let that happen. Get over it. Move on. Does that give you the right to just go off
0: on somebody like that? And really, you sue her then? yeah, for the lost production time. um, it, it is significant to me that she didn't want to be alone with him. That feels more than him just being mean. Yeah. I mean, that feels like she didn't want to be alone in a room with him. That feels more significant. And I mean, Aaron Eckhart's a a big name, you know, he's he's been in a lot. He's twice her age. He's more valuable to the production. Probably. And it totally feels like, um, of, of course, they weren't going to find the allegations to be true. <laughs> yeah. And Not shocked at that at
1: all. No, because you also you also have to wonder if a production company like that or a studio like that is ever going to get involved in what they see as that artistic process. If if they're going to be the ones who are going to come in and shut it down and say, no, you need to find another way. You know, uh, you can't do that on this set how hard are they going to come down on anybody for fear that he'll just walk
0: right right you can you can more easily replace her yeah if the worst thing that happens is she quits fine you'll find another 27 year old actress to to fill that spot um but i i just and somebody's arguing on the text line well you know what if she was making it up you know what if what if they didn't find evidence of it you know and to which i ask um and, and maybe this is the, the woman in me, but it's if her feeling was that he was being aggressive and he was being demeaning and unprofessional, those are bigger words than him being a jerk or being mean to her. Yeah. It's possible that there wasn't anybody else around, that there weren't witnesses there. Yeah,
1: and and I would have to look at that in, in a, <laughs> I mean, not, not to use a term from the world of acting, but what's her motivation?
0: To make it up? To make it up? You mean why? Yeah. For for what yeah.
1: purpose? I mean, she's <laughs> Abigail Breslin's made enough movies and made enough off of the movies that she's made that she doesn't need eighty grand from the studio, you know? Right. And and they certainly don't need eighty grand for her. It sounds like they're just uh, they're taking this action almost in a per, uh, preemptive kind of way, mm-hmm. um, so that she doesn't go after the studio, but. I I mean, it's also not lost on me that people in Hollywood sue each other over absolutely anything and everything. Um, I have a friend who's a movie critic out there, and he said, yeah, it's not unusual to see two guys who are suing each other sitting there eating lunch together, Mm -hmm. you know, and they both have lawsuits pending against each other. But an $80,000 in that world is nothing.
0: Which is why the lawsuit seems stupid to me. Yeah. Like, you're only... $80,000 $80,000 is all you lost, and you're going after her for this? You're mad at her. Yes. I mean, this is you're mad at her for holding up the production and for for making noise in the first place.
1: Yeah, you know what it almost seems like to me? And this is just a t- total and complete guess on my part, but this is how it feels to me, is that they're mad at her because she's shining a light on what the production company or the studio sees As normal behavior. I mean, from their perspective, actors are weird and hard to work with and they don't like them very much, but they Mm -hmm. need them. So by by saying something about it, you're breaking the code.
0: And it's public now. Yeah. I mean, now the stories are out. We didn't know about this until the suit was filed, but now it's all out there what she said about him.
1: And let's say the next, okay, let's say for the sake of argument that you're right. And that the his character is a jerk to her in this movie. And that's why he's doing it because he's a mm-hmm. method actor and this is what he does. Okay. But the studio is thinking, all right, but the next movie we make with Aaron Eckhart, we need him to be lovable. And if everybody hates <laughs> yeah. his guts because he was mean to Abigail Breslin, then we're not going to yeah. be able to sell him as lovable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, You said she's got the union involved, right? She went to her. Yeah, She went to
1: SAG and said, "Okay." (laughs) and SAG is on her side, at least up till now. So we'll see. Uh, I mean, they presumably wouldn't have any more information about what Aaron Eckhart's behavior was toward Abigail Breslin than the studio does. But but they're at least backing her claim at this
0: point. But you could go after the studio for unsafe work environment. Sure. Uh, You know, I mean, if if she felt especially if she didn't want to be alone with him. And now you are punishing her for that. Yeah,
1: I mean, think about all the things that we heard about what was going on on the set of NCIS, and how uh-huh. m- and how yes. many actresses left that show because they could not deal with either Mark Harmon or what's the other guy, the guy who plays Denozo. I-, I can't remember Michael his name. Michael um, Weatherly. Yes, thank you. Yeah, um, th- yeah. Th- and and there were people making the same kinds of allegations th- at the time. They, they were just jerks. Mm -hmm. And they were awful to the women who were in the cast. And so the women
0: just left. Yeah. Yeah. And the show just kept going. In fact, Michael Weatherly's not even on it anymore. No. Yeah. Mark Harmon's not on it anymore.
1: Neither is Mark Harmon. Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah. In fact, I think just about the entire cast has rolled over by this point because now Fez has been on there for a few years. And yeah, it's just it's gotten weird. But um, yeah, that does happen in that kind of workplace when you have to be together all the time to get a a show like that together for 22 episodes a season or whatever it is, then Mm -hmm. if it's a problem, it's going to be a big problem. And sooner or later, it's going to be one that you can't deal with anymore.
0: Your thoughts, 913-586-7798. We'll take a break here. We'll wrap today's show next on KMBZ. What does Dana always ask? How is this legal? Yes. Uh, (laughs) That's a question I'll I'll steal for just a moment here. Uh, We have mortgage lenders who, when times were good gave their workers bonuses. Now mortgage rates are up. Times are not so good. Now they want the money back.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and you're right. How is this legal? Well, it really shouldn't be because you remember back about a year and a half, two years ago, when people were first starting to go back to work, all of a sudden the, the employers were having trouble finding anybody. And we started to see people like pharmacists, for example, where they would put out on the sandwich board, apply here. If we hire you, we'll give you a $5,000 signing bonus if you stay for six months or something along those lines. And, I mean, everybody was doing it. Everybody was trying to figure out we need people, we need them now. How are we going to entice them in to coming to work for us? Well, also about a year ago, what were we talking about? Boy, I mean, everybody was buying houses and houses wouldn't stay on the market for more than a month at a time or sometimes more than a day at a time. And there were these competing bids coming in. So it was a great time to be a real estate agent. It was a great time to be a mortgage writer. It was a great time to be anywhere in that industry. Now things have changed. Interest rates are way up. And uh, even though the housing market around here is still hot, it's starting to see some cooling and certainly other areas of the country have not kept up with us. So mortgage lenders now have more people working for them than they have work for. And the fact that we're talking about a year in between is important because this one particular company, one of the ones, now they're not the only ones doing it, but guaranteed rate mortgage is one of the companies that was highlighted in this MSN article. And what they said was, what they would do is a year ago, they would give you $10,000 as a signing bonus if you stayed for a year. 11 months later, they lay you off. Now, they've already given you the money, but you didn't stay for a year. Now, it's not because you didn't want to stay for a year. Mm -hmm. It's because they laid you off, but they're still demanding their bonus back.
0: Yeah, one of the guys they talked to was David Siegel out of New Jersey, told the Wall Street Journal he was given a $100,000 bonus when he was hired in 2021. And the company fired him one month before the date when he could have kept the bonus then don't give them the bonus up front. (laughs) Make it a bonus that you get after the first year. Because all you're doing, if you're smart, is holding on to that money anyway because you don't really get to keep it until after that first year.
1: Right. But I'm sure the case that they would make is, okay, well, if we didn't give them that $100,000 up front, he'd go to another mortgage company that would.
0: Okay. So then, <laughs> do better. I guess <laughs> to, to keep your people. Then,
1: yeah. Well, they and they didn't want to. I mean, that that's really the kind of intimation in this is that, uh, or the or, inference, inference yeah, implication. Thank you. It's the it's the implication that's being made is that they knew when they offered him a hundred thousand dollars if you stay for a year, they knew eleven months from now we're going to can this guy and demand our money
0: back. General Counsel for Guaranteed Rate said, we are not going to be apologetic about exercising our legal rights to recover our money. <laughs> Jerks. Yeah. And and seemingly pretty happy about it, you know?
1: No, it's it's legally our money, and so we're not going to apologize for it. I know we promised this guy $100,000 and a job, and now he doesn't have either one of those things. But, hey, come on, it's not our fault. Well, okay, yeah, so, kind of is.
0: Um, okay, so... Do these employees have any legal recourse here? If you, is there, if there is a way to prove that the company always intended to fire them before that year was up. Yes. Can you go after them? Yes. Legally? But.
1: That's exactly what you would have to prove. You would have to prove that they went into that agreement in bad faith and that they knew from the moment they signed you that they were going to fire you 11 months from now and demand their money back. And all all the mortgage company would have to do is say, well, look at what happened to interest rates. When when we signed him, a prime rate mortgage was three and a quarter percent. Now it's nine. So we didn't know that was going to happen. We had no way of knowing what interest rates were going to do or how hard it was going to hit our business. And they would be able to, I mean, you'd have to, you'd almost have to find a smoking gun memo like they did with the tobacco companies.
0: Or a pattern of they only fired the people who had gotten bonuses.
1: But even then, first hire, you know, last hired, first fired. You know, well, yeah, that's we st- we started giving these bonuses when we had nobody to hire a year ago. And and then, you know, when it came time to lay people off, well, obviously, it was the ones that we had hired the most recently that we're going to lay off. We're not going to lay off people who've been here for five years.
0: Guaranteed rate is a massive company. Is not your name on a baseball field? Yes. Uh, in Chicago, isn't it? Isn't that where the White Sox play?
1: Not positive, but you're probably right. You would know better than I would about Chicago.
0: If I'm right, then that's amazing that that little piece of information <laughs> stayed in my head somewhere. Um, I feel, I think that's why I know it is because what used to be Comiskey Park is guaranteed rate field now.
1: Yes, it is. You're it's right it. on all okay. counts. Bingo. Well done.
0: Big, big. That's why I know the company. Um, so, massive company. I mean, if you're giving out $100,000 in a bonus, what was the guy making?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that you probably know? depended on how many mortgages he wrote or, or whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I, that's you got to figure that there's a massive amount of money that changes hands, especially if they're doing corporate real
0: estate. Yeah. So, Although that in the last few years has not been what it.
1: Yeah. It, it, which is why, again, that's another excuse for them to say, well, yeah, I mean, nobody's going back to the office. Nobody's buying office property right now. So we had to do something
0: huh, that just stinks. Mm-hmm. That's just not.
1: And boy, do they not care. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> boy, really don't. Boy, do they not care how it looks? They're like, yeah,
0: so, and? <laughs> <laughs> and they assume that anyone else in their position in the industry is going through the same thing Yeah, and would do the same thing. So if you're going to try to go and work for somebody else, they'll defend it, too.
1: Sure. And and as we said, guaranteed rates, not the only ones who are doing this. They may be the biggest one, which means they're going to have the biggest spotlight on them. But, uh, yeah, they they point out in the article that there are other mortgage companies doing the same thing.
0: Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. To wrap things up here, a little bit of space news. Um, Daily Mail got me with the headline. <laughs> Good job. Clickbait. I fell for it. Little misleading. I guess accurate, but a little misleading. Uh, The headline on this was Saturn's rings will disappear in 2025, NASA confirms. And I thought the rings just disappear. It's like, wait a minute, that's an awful lot of snowballs. Yeah, but NASA confirmed it. So it, you know, must be true. Well, it is. We just won't be able to see them from Earth. Yeah. In eighteen months, yeah.
1: Well, what's going to happen? And this happens fairly frequently. Like if if you look at a telescope, or looks not at a telescope, if you look through a telescope at Saturn, um, different times a year, and you know, and, and uh, when the two planets are in different places. You'll sometimes see more of the rings face on Earth, and sometimes you'll see less of them. What's going to happen in 2025 for a fairly brief period of time is that we'll be looking at Saturn and see the rings edge on, which means mm-hmm.
0: you won't be able to see them from here. Instead of from a little bit from the top, yeah. where we can see their width. We're going to be looking straight at just the, like you said, the edge of it. And so that's all we'll see.
1: Yeah, so they they got you, huh? (laughs) It's like, well, they did totally. I was like, they're
0: going away in 18 months. That's a pretty prominent feature of Saturn. What do you mean they're going away?
1: Kind of the defining feature, I think uh, most would argue. Yeah, definitely.
0: Did you see, um, was there stuff on Saturday night? Outside, Did you go and look? Was I, it, weren't we watching for something Yeah, the,
1: the ISS made a, a really nice pass, and I saw some other people had posted video of it. Uh, we were tied up doing something on Saturday night, so unfortunately I missed it this time around, but it'll be back. Um, in fact, I'll have to check, but I know that uh, we'll get another view. Just heavensabove.com is the easiest source of information about that, and that doesn't just cover the ISS. It covers all the satellites that you can see in the evening sky or the morning sky. Uh, so it's a terrific source of information for that. It's heavens-above.com. You put in our zip code, and then it'll show you everything.
0: Cool. Check that out. I think people saw the Northern Lights.
1: Next one will be on the, the – s- uh, it's an early morning one, but, yeah, there's a, a really nice one coming up on November 7th, so tomorrow morning at about oh. 5.30, just before
0: 5.30. Cool. Okay. And it should still be dark then for a little bit. Yep. All right. That does it for us. We'll turn this over to Dana and Parks. Be back Tuesday here on KMBZ.